This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. In this show, we will explore how to avoid the rental trap in 2023, and in the second half, meet Lee Whitkin, the Outdoor Events Coordinator for Bedford County Parks and Rec. You're listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host and the principal broker of Carl Miller Realty, LLC, located at 7700 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg. We are your caring, competent, trusted advisor for real estate sales and service. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. This week's featured listing is a newly renovated brick ranch home south of the town in Chatham with a brand new kitchen, quartz countertop, soft closed dovetailed cabinets, a main level laundry room, three bedrooms and two full baths. This home truly is move in ready, featuring refinished hardwood floors throughout the entire main level living space and two entry doors to the back oversized deck overlooking a level spacious backyard. The basement is partially finished with a den and fireplace with a large unfinished storage or future expansion area. There's also a basement garage bay. It's priced at $279.9, located at 540 Jefferson Drive in Chatham. Visit carlmillerrealty.com today for more information or to list your home. Well, thanks for listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm joined in the studio by Yancey Campbell, our marketing director. Happy New Year, Yancey. Happy New Year, Carl. First show of 2023. Absolutely, and it's going to be a great year. That's right. We uh, got. If you want to reach out to us and follow us on our social media pages, those are at Carl Miller Realty. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. And you can find us on our website, and that's carlmillerrealty.com. And speaking of the website, we had a new website launch at the beginning of the year. You've been putting a lot of work into our website in the month of December, and we launched officially just mm-hmm. this week yeah there's it, some really fun things on there we've got bios of all the agents now mm-hmm. we had a plain website before but now it is very spruced up <laughs> and the best of all we've been talking about the featured listings on this show we mm-hmm. actually have a tab with our listings only it's That's super right. easy just to search our listings and that was a little bit of a frustrating uh frustration for our past uh, website just yeah. you couldn't easily just find our listings that we advertise all the time but yep. now it's super easy so anything carl does as a featured listing now it's going to be on the website there so you can find that but and, and thanks for all the hard work you put into that. Absolutely. It was do, a lot of fun. I know it's a new year, but do we have any events coming up that we want to talk about? We do. We do. We can tease this one a little bit, but we haven't released the social media post. But last year, we did a really, really fun giveaway that got a lot of traction. And that was the Valentine's Day giveaway with the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra and Virginian Hotel. And I'm happy to say we are doing that again this year. Right. Uh, so keep an eye out, keep an ear out for that giveaway. Um, and that's going to be coming up here in a couple weeks because Valentine's Day is just around the corner. It's hard to Crazy. believe. I know. It, but it's not too early to start thinking about that. And, and by the way, that concert, that is a high dollar ticket event. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the uh, dinner and the concert tickets are $300. Mm-hmm. And then we're throwing in a little extra on top of that. That's so right. that is a very valuable package. Yep. And that event is February 11th. So you can start thinking about that date now if you want to enter in. So, And we had uh, teased this out last month as well, but we also are helping to sponsor the uh, Holiday Lake Trail Race in mm-hmm. distances of 10K, 25K, and if you want to be real extreme, 50K. Don't run that unless you've trained. That's <laughs> Maybe my, start with the 10K. That's my tip. But uh, we'll be out there at that event, and uh, rumor has it that Chef Carl will be there. With his famous Dutch oven, Uncle Carl's bean dish. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sounds delicious. If you haven't had it, you're missing out in life. That's all I can say. All right, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> will you? I will. will you I'll run? be there just to have the. <laughs> okay. Will you, will you run the 10K? No, 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 no. All right. I'll be moral support. All right. So Yancey has not committed to running yet this year. Nope. I, I, by the way, I have signed up for two large races. That this year. is great. It's awesome. That's Including a 50K, call. not this one. Wow. No. Anyway, so. Wow. Very exciting things to come in. <laughs> All right. Carl's well, jumping in. Way. Yeah, let's talk to about our real topic yes. for this segment. If you're a renter, you likely face an important decision every year, especially with the new year, renewing your current lease, uh, whether you should start one or buy a home or renew the one you're in already. Mm-hmm. This year is no different. So we want to just kind of camp out here talking about rent rates and what that yeah. looks like for the new year. But before you dive too deeply into your options, it helps to understand the true costs of renting moving forward. Mm-hmm. In the past year, both current renters and new renters have seen their rent go up based on information that we pulled from Realtor.com. And that's, quote, three out of four renters, which is 74.2%, who have moved in the past 12 months reported seeing their rent increase. The strain from recent rent hikes isn't exclusive to renters who have recently moved. Nearly two-thirds of renters who have lived in their current rental between 12 and 24 months, so up to two years, and likely renewed their lease have also reported increases in the rent, Realtor.com states. Right. So everybody's feeling it. It is. Uh, we've we've talked about inflation a bit on this show, and we're all feeling it. I mean, mm-hmm. groceries, I mean, the price of a dozen eggs. I mean, there's mm-hmm. all this commentary about groceries. And, and, and now the, this week, the electric bills, the people on AEP have yes. seen their power go up. So all of those things are yep. part of what we see as inflation. But the real majority of expenses in a household budget is housing. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, rent rates have just climbed I, I saw a statistic recently that just locally we're up almost 20 percent yeah in like a year or a year and a half's time but so you just said carl you know it's been like utilities and those mm-hmm. things that have mm-hmm. caused it but that's landlords have to you know bridge that gap and so rent rates have gone up it's not that they just decided one day to bump them up it's right. the extra expenses of owning that or yeah rent rates are somewhat similar to just housing market it's based on supply and demand right and unfortunately, in Greater Lynchburg, there still is just a limited amount of rental mm-hmm. units available, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and so of course uh, the property owners are are charging what the market will bear, mm-hmm. and so that's there. This that is a fact. Yeah. It's, it, the rent rates are definitely yep. up tremendously. You have a graph about yeah. uh, rents going back to 1988, and I find this fascinating. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from the U.S. Census as a source. Uh, mm-hmm. Rents have been rising fairly consistently since 1988. And so on the graph, it's showing that as of 1988, uh, rent was around $350. And we are looking here in 2022, quarter four. So mm-hmm. the, September through December, right. uh, 14, 1350. Thirteen fifty is the median asking rent, and this is United States. So again, mm-hmm. all all markets are local, but just it's a testament just to how rents rates has risen yeah, too much in less than forty years. One thing that stands out to me in this graph is there's only been two times ever where rent rates have actually decreased, and and one of them was in kind of at the end of the. Uh, well, I guess not even the end. It was sort of in 2006. And if you remember, I, I know what happened that, that time. There was so much new construction that was sort of at the mm-hmm. end of the easy money flow. Mm-hmm. And 32% of homes that sold in 2005 were non-owner-occupied homes. So there was a lot of houses being purchased that were not owner-occupied, which saturated the rent market. And again, supply-demand, right? So so there was a lot of abundance of supply, and the rent rates actually dropped a little bit in 2006. The only other time we've seen rent rates drop was 
was in the years 2010 going into 2011. And those were years when, again, there was just an abundance of vacant homes. We were coming out of the recession. Uh, there was just a lot of homes. A lot of people were forced to rent. And, and uh, th- there was kind of a surplus of housing again. Uh, and so that also drove the rent rates mm-hmm. down. Yep. It's very interesting. It is. And Uh, it goes on to say, if you're considering renting as an option in 2023, it's worth weighing whether this trend is likely to continue. So what we just talked about, the rent rising since 1988, Mm -hmm. the 2023 housing forecast from Realtor.com expects rents will keep climbing. Uh, That forecast projects rents will increase by 6.3% in the year ahead. Uh, Interesting. So in 2023, they're predicting 6.3%. When compared to the other part of the graph, it's clear that 2023 projection doesn't call for an increase as drastic as the one renters have seen over the past two Mm -hmm. years. So it's not going to be as much as we've seen since 2021, Mm -hmm. 2022, but it's still projected to rise a lot. 6.3% is a lot. I find that interesting because if you compare that to the average house price, Mm -hmm. and we talked about this in a show last month about how Lawrence Yoon, he's the chief economic uh, analyst for the National Association of Realtors, expects home prices to increase 1% this Mm -hmm. year. So to see that the rent forecast is 6.3%, yeah, that's just interesting. There's a big discrepancy between yep. house prices rising and rent prices and, rising. Yeah. And these rising costs may make you reconsider what alternatives you have, just Absolutely. comparing the two right yep. there. I mean, if you've been thinking about buying, it might be the perfect time now. Yeah, we, we've talked about this on the show. Monthly rent payments usually increase over time, but a fixed rate mortgage ensures that you're paying the same amount each month. And so, you know, you use the line we, we both have, you know, hey, you know, rent, rent, you know, yes, you're paying 100% of an interest rate versus a mortgage, even though rates are a little bit high right now. They're at six and a half or so right now. Mm-hmm. And you can buy that down if you pay points. But um, fixed rate mortgage, you got a fixed payment. The only thing that's going to vary is your taxes and insurance. Yeah. Yeah. We've had some lenders on here, quite yes. a few over the past year. And something I found interesting is homeowners also enjoy, and they've talked about this, the added benefit of home equity, right. which has grown substantially over the past few years. In fact, the latest homeowner equity insight report from CoreLogic shows the average homeowner gained $34,300 in equity over the past year. As a renter, your rent payment only covers the cost of your dwelling. And you know, you've got utilities on top of that most of the time. Mm-hmm. But when you pay your mortgage on a house, you grow your wealth through that for savings that is your home equity. So it's yours, whereas you are paying, like you said, 100% of someone else's. Right. And I'm not saying that every person should be a, a homeowner because mm-hmm. it makes sense. If you come into the area and you, you're not confident you'll be there for more than two years, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a transitionary job or you're, you're getting the feel out the area. Renting is a great option. But if you know you're going to be in the area, you got a stable job, and, and you qualify to buy a home, mm-hmm. home ownership certainly makes sense. And obviously, we're coming off of a big run up in prices, and this 34% or $34,000 in equity for the average homeowner in 2022 surprisingly bears out in Lynchburg, Virginia as well. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we, uh, we, we did some data and shared a little bit about how the the amount of sales was down about 14% in Lynchburg, but the average sales price in 2022 went up. 13, over 13% for mm-hmm. single-family homes. 13.8%. <laughs> there you, you know the exact number. So it's it's well over. Th- and, and honestly, if you look at the last six months of the year, that, that has flattened out. And so yeah. I think Lynchburg is going to be fairly flat this year. But mm-hmm. still, again, just to your point, 
uh, the average homeowner gained thirty four thousand mm-hmm. dollars in equity last year, and that equity is it's stable. It's not dropping. Right, right. Which it's is pretty cool. Continue, but I mean, we see there that they're projecting six point three percent in the year ahead for rentals. So it's something to consider for sure. I, I agree. Well, we've seen that locally. I mean, I have I have home buyers, and and we've, we're working with home buyers who got the notice that their rents have increased, and and it's sort of the 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 little push. Hey, we're buying a house this mm-hmm. year. And uh, we're on month to month, but the rents are going up and we, right. we're ready to buy. Um, I do find that frustration for the the clients who call who just aren't quite qualified yet to buy a house. And, and it makes it hard to save up for a down payment yeah. if, the, if the housing, again, is just eating up your, your budget. Your rental just keeps increasing. Um, yeah. I like what Dave Ramsey talks about with this whole thing. And he talks about how your biggest wealth building tool is your income. And so if you can figure out a way to increase the income or get a second job, just you know, short-term pain for long-term gain, so mm. to speak, so where you can get your down payment up. I'm um, working with a, a client right now just scrimping and saving like crazy to get his uh, down payment enough so he can get an FHA loan. Yeah. And uh, he's almost there. And he is so excited. I will say, even though it's harder to buy a home in the U.S. today, it's so much easier than in Europe. Um I think I shared with you a conference I was at recently, uh, and there was a family member from Ireland of okay. one of the one of the speakers, and uh, th- that lady was a healthcare professional, mm-hmm. and it took her ten years. She saved for really? ten years to because get a of down prices? payment. The prices are astronomical wow. in Europe, Gosh. just astronomical. And but ten years later, she was able to. Last year, she bought her first house, and she's driving forty five minutes to get into the city, oh, Dublin, word. where she works. But She's so excited because she mm-hmm. achieved the dream of home ownership. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you think about how much sacrifice that that takes. Yeah, that, mean, that means so much more to her. Absolutely. As opposed to even in the U.S. So, okay, mm-hmm. if you discipline and you work hard, you can get the down payment. You can buy a home. Home ownership is within reach still in the United Absolutely. States. Absolutely. Yeah. But it, it does take a little more sacrifice, but it's there. Yep. And I love, I love these statistics, and I think it is, again, just a compelling reason to look at buying as opposed to renting for, yeah. for a long period of time. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing this, Yancey. Yeah. Good, good data points. Carl's Clips, Carl's Real Estate Tip of the Week. December of 2022 was the lowest month of sales we saw all year locally. Only 165 houses closed. It feels like a more typical winter in real estate sales as people moving take a break for the holidays. With a more traditional winter season in the real estate space, this also means there will likely be a spring rush as we head into February and March. Interest rates are sneakily dropping these past days, though, and as this secures, the affordability index only gets more favorable for buyers. Buyers, this month, you have a window where you can breathe a bit, and the marketplace is just a bit sleepy. Sellers, especially sellers of acreage tracts, there's not a better month to list as the leaves are off, buyers can walk land without briars and critters and leaves blocking the view. Home sellers, Inventory is lower than it's been since September, and only serious buyers are looking today. Home prices are stable, and you'll be able to command a great price. To receive a valuable detailed market report of your home's value, contact us today. For the first 20 people we run reports for this year, we will donate $100 to a local charity in your honor. And when we come back, we're going to discuss the upcoming community events with Lee Whittakin. Welcome back to The Carl Miller Show. I'm Carl, your host and the principal broker of Carl Miller Realty. And in the studio with me, as always, is the one and only Yancey Campbell, our amazing marketing director who manages to make us look good and is a fantastic events coordinator. That was a good intro, Carl. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to mix it up every week. We also have a special guest with us today, Lee Whittakin, with the 
Bedford County Outdoor Events and Outreach Coordinator for the Bedford County Parks and Rec. Welcome, Lee. Hey, good to be here. We met uh, on New Year's Day at a fun trail cross race that Bedford County Parks and Recs put on and kind of we struck up a conversation and just there's so much going on in Bedford County that a lot of people just aren't aware of and we wanted to bring you in today and just add some value. Our goal here at the show is to add value to the community, let people know what's mm-hmm. going on in the housing market, but then also what's, what's going on in the greater community and Bedford County Parks and Recs is a great asset for the greater Lynchburg community. Yeah, that's right. It's really interesting. I'm new into this position, so I came in about a month and a half into this position. Yeah. I was really the trail technician for about four or five months, so I got to know the park systems in Mm -hmm. and out. Um, And then just I really started to see that it was really ripe in the timing um, where we're at with the pandemic being kind of at the end. Yeah. Um, and so that people are kind of hungry. They've been getting into biking or running, and, sure. and people are kind of interested, like, oh, so what's going on? So this job is really catered to, um, you know, anyone who is wanting to do anything with outdoor wellness and health and fitness. That's kind of my goal right. is just to promote those events. And there's a lot happening. It's really cool. What are you most excited about for 2023? I'm most excited to see just to meet all the different people and have the connections between other other runners, other rider, riders or fishermen or outdoorsmen, outdoorsmen and, and people that want to, you know, get into these things. Mm-hmm. It's cool for me to see someone that finds a passion and then they meet someone else who has that same passion. Right. I'm excited to see that people get to form these little groups and, and that you know, where they're starting to see these life changes happening and they're they're walking in that journey together. Mm-hmm. So I love seeing that transformation. So speaking of parks and recs at Bedford County, how, how many parks are there and how many acres? I mean, I've given you a sort of off-the-wall question here, but do yeah. you know how much opportunity there are for So there's about 35, 36 miles of single-track trail, which is used wow. for hiking, biking, and that's what I was maintaining or building before. Right. And so we're still building some stuff. Um, there's some new parks that we just acquired. Um, like Independence Park uh, that we're building a lot of infrastructure in. We have five disc golf courses, yep. one of them of which is going to be a world championship level course uh, in this 2024. And where's that being built at? That is already built. It's already built. It's at New London. Yep. Um, but it's a um, it's going to be just expanded or widened mm. so that spectators can you know kind of come, and it's just more spectator friendly. But it's, right. a, it's a great course. Right. Isn't that one of the top? courses in the U.S.? Yes, it's ranked 29th, I believe, in the wow, States. Or no, actually overall in the world, and it's like 13th or something in, that's the, in the States. Um, it's a great course. Uh, and They're also going to be playing at Ivy uh, Ivy Hill mm-hmm. uh, Golf Course uh, for the other, other part of the tournament. Um, we get people, I mean, I meet people at right. these parks when I was working as a trail tech all over. I mean, sure. they come from Canada, California, Idaho, Colorado, wow. like, that's and amazing. I'm like, what do you guys come here for? Literally just the disc golf is wow. that good. Isn't that amazing? Um, yeah. Yeah, there's beginners, awesome. there's intermediate courses, there's you know advanced courses. So there's something really for everybody in that realm. And that's kind of what I want to create for in doing events is mm-hmm. something sure. that's easy entry for the person who's just starting out, but also gives something for people who want you know a little bit more mm-hmm. um, or who are just advanced and want to really challenge themselves. That That's pretty cool. Well, on New Year's Day... Your department hosted a trail race out at New London, and it was the first of a four-part series called Trail Cross. Yeah, talk about that a bit, and uh, what's what's coming yeah. up with the agenda for the rest of the three races? Yeah, so it it started with a series called Mountain Cross, which is a combination of cyclocross and mountain biking, mm-hmm. and that's been going on for a number of years. It's become very popular in the mountain bike community. It's a mixture 
of half single track, half open grass paths. Um, they do what's called an equalizer format. And so there's different categories for different skill and age levels. Yeah. And so they're released at different times, depending on if you're slower, you get more time. And if you're faster, you get less time. Right. The goal is that everyone does these short loop or laps and that everyone will finish around the same mileage. Um, generally, a kid wins the wins the whole race, which is really really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's something that just get the the pedals turning during the winter, get ready for the spring season. And so we had this event, and I was like, man, I love trail running. Why not do something like that for trail running? Right. And so I called it Trail Cross, and the idea is very similar, where we have an equalizer format uh, based on your best one mile time. You're given a certain time limit. And the slower people, you know, start about 60 minutes and the faster people end around 30 minutes. And so you're released uh, at a later time or sooner or later. And it's kind of cool because everyone's motivating each other each mm-hmm. other because mm-hmm. the slower people are trying to stay ahead of the people who are released later, trying yeah. to catch them. Right. The people who are released later are trying to catch the people who are released earlier. Yeah. And then everyone finishes around the same time. I've, I've done a lot of races. And so I've, I've seen where, you know, the top five guys or gals. You know, they win, and then it's like 45 minutes later, the people that come in, you know, last, food's cold, Mm -hmm. everyone else has already left, the announcement's been made. Mm -hmm. And so this event's cool because everyone's motivating each other, finish the same time, you have the meal, you get to just hang out, talk about the race, and then you're out of there. Yeah. Um, Just to get the legs turning again, get ready for whatever Mm -hmm. goal you have for the spring and summer. It's just a a different format than what's out there, and so I kind of wanted to offer that where it's just, you might never even won a race. Like the lady who won the, you know, our last race, uh, she had never even ran a race before in her life. Wow. So it was just really fun uh, to see her face was like, I won? Like, it was <laughs> yeah. just amazing. That's amazing. Um, really encouraging. We're speaking with Lee Whittakin. He's the uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, what's the official role? It's Outdoor Events outdoor Coordinator events and Outreach. For Bedford um, County. Yes. And so you're, you're encompassing the whole county with your with – and that's so cool about the facilities that are out there. So mm-hmm. there's hope for the non-runners in this room, it sounds like. They could – Yes. Even if they walk, they could show up. I, I'm looking at uh, that's me. This good McAvoy <laughs> here, who uh, told me he has a desire to run a race this year. <laughs> Just kidding. Me and Anthony, we are on the sidelines cheering on. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine. That's yeah, right. we love it. We just want an encouraging environment where everyone's having a good time. Yeah. Lee, you thing. guys have an event coming up on January 21st at 1 p.m. at Falling River Park. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's at um, it's Falling Creek Park in, in oh, Bedford. Creek, and yeah. so the, the event will be the second trail cross race of the series, a very... Um, Similar format. It's just in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be doing part trails, part um, grass and paths. Okay. Uh, we're going to have a, a post-race meal and awards afterwards and just hang out. Everyone's probably going to be out of there by 3, 30, 4 o'clock. So it's a really fun fun time. This weekend, coming up the yeah. 14th, is our yes. first mountain cross event. Oh, wow. Um, so then every w- other weekend's kind of like there's a race or something happening wow. until mid-March. Same, oh, same park for the mountain bike race this weekend? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Is it too late to register for that if somebody's nope. hearing? No, if someone wants to register, um, they can do that up until Friday evening. Okay. Um, I have in-person registration. I'm going to be at Cardinal Bikes Thursday okay. uh, in Roanoke at the Grandin Shop and then at Bikes Unlimited in Lynchburg okay. Friday mm-hmm. evening. Okay. Um, there's actually going to be a cool little raffle giveaway way if you sign up uh, or do um, come that night for a pack of pickup. Nice. Uh, that would be a $50 giveaway. Sweet. And 
then we'll have in-person registration day of as well. That's that's fantastic. And then one of the tra- uh, trail races is going to be at night. You do a night mountain bike race too. You have in yeah. the past. Is that yeah, that, that we have in series? the past, and that's what we're going to do again. So yeah. we get to go through the – there's like an old red barn that yeah. you know, we'll set up lights and stuff so oh, that we can wow. read people's plates whenever they come in or their bib numbers. Yeah. And uh, then they get to go out. And the course will be more open and, and definitely more safe so that sure. it's not as you know roots and rocks. Right. But it is required that you have two lights if you're biking or just sure. one. Uh, at least, if not a hand light also if you're yep. running. But it's a super fun event, very different. Not a lot of those races happen. So what motivated you to get the these trail cross races going and also the mountain bike races? I know the mountain bike's been going for a number of years. Yeah. Is, and uh, did you start, I guess it was before your time that this yeah. started, and now you've taken over this? Yeah, so it was already something popular. So being the new guy, one yeah. of the just easy ends was to say, okay, what's already popular in the mm-hmm. community? What's mm-hmm. an easy end that I can you know reach these people and just get myself out there, get to know the community? Right. And so that's why mountain cross was going to happen. Then I was just you know, like what else can I do? You yeah. know, I love trail running. So yeah. I want to meet these trail runner communities. And because uh, I know it's a really hopping thing right now in this county with sure. the ultra running community and just yeah. all the different trail running groups that are around. Um, but I also want to branch out and I'm working with some nonprofits to um, host some of their races. Like Fobcast is going to have a race in the fall. Fantastic. Uh, the Friends of Bedford. Um, and so I want to be able to partner with other groups and empower them to also use our facilities and mm-hmm. um, benefit their causes and, um, and so that everyone kind of wins um, in that sense. So that's what we're looking for. For somebody who's listening who wants to get out and enjoy this beautiful weather in January, because we've had a great, just a great yeah. first week of the year. It's mild. Even even when it's in the 40s, it's still great walking mm-hmm. weather. And maybe they currently are going to Blackwater Creek Trail in Lynchburg, or they want to expand out and get into the woods. Mm-hmm. What facilities do you recommend, and wh- wh- where should people go? Because, I mean, they're out yeah. there, and they're open to the public, obviously. And a lot of people don't even know about them. Do you want to yeah. talk about the specific facilities? Yeah. So if you're in Lynchburg, a great trail is in our park system is the New London Tech Trails. And mm-hmm. so it's the New London Tech business. Center. We have yep. about six miles of single track trail. That's where the disc golf course is as well. They're very open, uh, not a lot of roots and rocks, um, mm-hmm. pretty easy to navigate. There's a one mile loop or even a four mile loop. So you're always within, you know, pretty close to the car. Um, and so that's a great place if you're getting started riding or running. Yeah. And then Falling Creek is going to be a little bit more um, substance where there's about 13 miles of trail there. Oh, wow. Um, and we have a bike park, a jump line. Yes. So if you want to practice skills, wow. I eventually want to do some skill clinics for mountain bike teaching. Perfect. I'm a, I'm a yeah. certified um, bike instructor. So I'd love to do some of that. Um, and we're going to have some races out there as well, some official mountain bike or trail running races. But then if you're more toward Roanoke, um, the area of, of Montvale Park is great, mm-hmm. um, or Independence Park if you love fishing or just hiking around. Again, another good disc golf course. Um, and then there's Manita if you're down toward the lake. Yes. Um, there's that little park. Not a lot of people know about that one. What's the name of the park in Manita? It's a, just Manita Park. Manita yeah. Park. So okay. there's a, a ball field, soccer fields yes. there, but we have about four, five miles of single track trail. That's great. And another disc golf course. So there's a multi-use trails, mountain biking or running or, running. or walking. Yeah. Yep. Sure. And e-bikes are allowed. Okay. Uh, class one e-bikes. We don't do any horse trails. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's kind of a... Uh, just the only limitation we have and no sure. horse trails or anything like that sure um but yeah we'd love to uh love to see people out for the events and i'm gonna start doing group rides and runs here soon uh, i'm gonna start kind of branching out and i'm changing up our marketing uh-huh. how we've been branding ourselves yeah. um right now it's just through bedford trails okay is the website that we're using or the facebook page yes um, but i'm wanting to create something uh, in partnership with destination bedford okay to get people to come into the county and stay That's and awesome. do multitude of events and activities and so something like an adventure bedford um we're looking at um 
just what that exactly is going to you know look like. But be in the be in touch with us at Bedford Trails or Destination Bedford to kind of see what yeah. what that's going to look like. That was my next question. Where should people go to learn more? And you have a pretty good Facebook page too with your events coming up. So do you want to direct listeners yeah. to where to go to learn yeah. more? So Bedford Trails is right now the best place to go for me and the okay. events we're doing. Okay. Um, again, that might be rebranded in the next coming months. Understood. Um, but you will, that would be clearly marketed and, and uh, messaged through those those avenues. And then also our website or our events are on Destination Bedford. Okay. So if you go to Destination Bedford under their calendar, they have a lot of outdoor um, events and activities that are under there. And so I'm, I'm helping to kind of um, make that a little bit more robust to give like route options and tell mm-hmm. people like you like you're asking, like, where do I go? Yeah. That's awesome. kind of the things that I'm looking to do with them. Lee, thank you so much for joining us today. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, we're looking forward to being involved with Bedford County Parks and Rec uh, this year. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Love what you guys are doing. Thank you. And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week. Looking for another way to build your wealth portfolio? You might consider investing in virtual land. Carl, you heard that right. You can own real estate in the metaverse now. For those brave enough to explore a strange new world, building a virtual portfolio may be the next big thing. Do you encourage people to go buy land on the metaverse? I like land I can actually walk on <laughs> I agree. and physically touch. But no, <laughs> it is agree. a thing. And uh, some people have made some good money on that. We'll see if it lasts. Well, if you have real estate questions you want answered on the air, send your questions to any of our social media platforms. Thank you for tuning into The Carl Miller Show. We are your local, caring, competent, trusted advisors for all things real estate. If you're looking to move this winter, contact us today, carlmillerrealty.com. We'll see you next week.